This is where we tell you two things that we are obsessed with for the week. It is the top two and our two. Give me the old one, two. And now the weekly dish presents top two, top two, the top two. Pick your best two in our two. All right, give me two, with him, with him, with him, with All right, this is where we tell you two things that we are obsessed with this week. Sometimes we give you a bonus third. Stephanie, now. What is your top two in our two? So we're always talking about how I like to eat uh, butter as cheese. <laughs> the and so, but really, it's like keeping good butter. And I've said this a million times: is it's a, it's your gift to yourself. You know, having good butter in the house. Um, the other thing that I would say that is the best. The other thing that it kind of is equal to that to me is Maldon salt. Oh yes, which is the big flake salt. You know, yes, and it's the one that they kind of look like little pyramids. You know, but they come in those huge flakes, and it's a finishing salt. You're not going to use it like you're not going to scoop a teaspoon of it and throw it into a baked thing. This is the salt that you sprinkle on top of everything, and it's just that flaky, perfect thing. I made chocolate chip cookies last night for my neighbors because I didn't want them to be Christmas cookies. I wanted them to be thank you cookies. But then I sprinkled the Maldon on top just before they went in the oven. And Oh, you did that. Yeah, that is so good. And it's just a, it's, it's a finishing salt that gives crunch, and it gives like an impact of flavor. And it's like, if you ever think like I'm throwing too much salt on something... Don't even waste your time with that, finishing with like kosher salt. Finish with the Maldon. You'll know it's there. You get it. It's totally a presentation piece. And you can dip buttered radishes in it, and that's amazing. <laughs> and you just ate a half a pound of I did eat a half a pound of so butter. There's so. that. Right. Okay. This, this I just saw this week. I saw it at Lake Winds, and I'm very excited about it. Lake Winds is also going to be sponsoring our podcast coming up in the new year. Oh. So we're very excited about welcoming welcoming them to the program. Um, they have this thing, Stephanie, called To Go Wear Utensils. And it is a... I'm going to just turn this around so Stephanie can well, see it. I can it. click into it. It is... Um, it comes on a carabiner. Yeah. So you can like clip it onto your lunchbox or your bag or your purse. And inside it are utensils for eating. So there's the fork, the knife, the spoon, and two chopsticks. That's great. So when you're doing like to go or you're at the office, if you don't want to be using plastic forks, yeah. it is really a handy thing. It's eleven ninety nine, so it's very inexpensive. But it is uh, to go wear utensil set. Okay. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. We I like it. I think they're really sweet. Use that at the state fair, maybe. Yes. <laughs> Stephanie is on a mission that we all bring our own silverware yeah. to the state fair I'm so have that my we're fork not on having a, string. That's how that's gonna work a no waste situation. Right. Um, okay. So my second one is actually kind of a gift, too. Um, and just to kind of keep in the theme. Um, it is something that, so all of my teenagers, you know, we've talked about them all the time going to, um, United Noodle and mm-hmm. they just did it again. They just went to United Noodle. They spent a hundred bucks, you know, Jake personally spent a hundred bucks, you know, with, came back with like soy sauce for, and sesame oil for me. But, um, you know, between Ramune, which is the sodas that have the little glass ball on them and all the little, you know, like potato shrimp crackers and all these kind of fun things. And so I thought, you know, what's funny is like every time they go, they kind of come back with the same things. And so I was feeling like maybe they're, they're, you know, they need to branch out. So there's something called Booksu, which is B-O-K-K-S-U, and it's a subscription box. Cool. Direct from Japan. And it's all snacks. And so it's a lot of fun because it is it comes with, and you know what? They have a gift thing, so you can do like a three-month thing, mm-hmm. or you could do a full year of things. So I just did three months, and I think I pay like 36 bucks for per month. 
And so it's like, it'll carry him through his birthday. He'll get three big boxes direct from Japan. And it's got like all the Hello Kitty, you know, things. And like And like the variety of Kit Kats that you know that I geek out about yes. that you cannot find. The matcha Kit Kats. The... Matchas are everywhere. Not matcha. Wasabi. That's what I want. I want caramel. Strawberry cream. Caramel pudding. That's what I want. I want the ones that you can't get here. And so those, they've, they have some of those too. They have access to that. And they have some teas and everything else, but it's mostly a, a snack box. So. All right. Very excited about it. It's Boksu, B-O-K-K-S-U. Okay. Here is my next one. Okay. And I met this guy, and his name was Tony, right? Yeah. And he came to the Stone Arch Festival. He was one of my culinary market vendors. And he has a organic farm that he is growing, like, all of these flowers and plants. And he is making tea, and oh. it's called Sacred Blossom Farms Tea. Okay. It's so beautiful. Like, it's literally like... It's one of the blooming teas? Yeah. yeah. It's like nettle Mrs. Kelly and has herbs. Tea Source has it too. Okay, yeah. awesome. Mint, California poppy, ginger. And he is out there. He, he grows it. He forages it. He puts it all together. He's got elderflower berries on his farm. It's him and his dad. Nice. He's kind of an interesting cat, mm-hmm. and it's just a really beautiful gift idea for someone that's into tea, because when you look inside the plastic sleeve, it's just pretty. Like, you can see all the little flowers and the little colors, um, so it is Sacred Blossom Farms Tea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a bonus. Do you want a bonus? Sure. Okay. There's these three sisters that I just talked to on the Makers of Minnesota podcast, and they, their grandpa in the basement of their house in St. Paul... What, he had a separate kitchen, and in his separate kitchen, he made meatballs and sauce. Okay. And they had, like, a million kids, okay? Like, literally, like, 40 kids would come over. The kids had kids. They had 12 kids. They all had kids. He had a whole separate, like, production line in the basement of his house to make these meatballs and his sauce. And they have packaged this meatball mix, and I made it over the last weekend, You just add the mix to your beef or your pork, or you can do turkey, chicken, whatever your jam is. And I made these most delicious meatballs. It was, they were so good. I didn't even flavor the sauce. I just used tomatoes that I had ground up from my summer farm. Yep. The tomatoes I had that few that I got, I had to turn them into sauce because I couldn't use them because they weren't all the way ripe. Um, So it was just awesome. And I have a picture of that on my Instagram too, but this. The mix is called Three Linetti Sisters. One tip I would say about the mix is it's very concentrated. And the recipe has like... Is this the layered one? Yes. So then did you, did you have to pour it all in and do it all at once? Yep. So the rest, there's a packet and there's a jar. And the recipe has like one packet to one pound of ground beef. I thought that it was good to have two pounds for the packet. Okay. So to double because it's a very concentrated flavoring and for some people, it might just be too much. So I used two pounds, one packet, and it was awesome. Okay, yeah, meatballs. So did you make your meat? Did you make meatballs? I did. So did you? Do you do you bake them and then put sauce on them, or do you bake them in sauce? What's your technique with that? Bake and then put them in the sauce. And then put them in sauce. Other yeah, because I like them, them a little crispy. Yeah, they cook them in the sauce. Yeah, and I've a done lot of that. Do that. There's actually a really good recipe. Um, it's the best recipe for meatballs. The ricotta meatballs in the new york times oh yeah and those you cook in the sauce and they're delicious but they're just different they're puffier they're lighter they don't have a crispy edge on them yeah Um, i don't know if i care about crispy edge when i'm thinking about it 
with a meatball. So so for you, that might be the yeah. best recipe. Yeah. And you make ricotta a lot, too. So think how good your meatballs would be yeah. with your homemade oh, ricotta. And I've done that before. I've definitely done that. I, my biggest trick with meatballs is if you're mixing them all up, to add like a splash or two of water in there so that the fat has something to hold on to. And then it, oh, they, that's a good yeah, tech that's, that's tip. Like, that's a total hack. That's total meatball tech. Um, meatball tech is, uh, and I learned that from a chef, and I don't remember who. Like I, I remember it. they said you just throw a splash of water in there to mix it up, and that holds your, it gives the fat something to hold onto, and then it just kind of gives it a fluffier, better texture. It's real good. I have a, a quick problem yeah? that maybe you can help me with. Okay. Okay, This these computers, uh, I know, keep, they log out, so we can't see anything, Hope, so just, that's great. And we have no passwords to log in, by the way. Right. I had to log you in. Okay, that, great. So. All right, um, moving on, because yeah. we don't need to hear about our technical problems. Yeah. I have to make Swedish meatballs for 30 people for Christmas Eve. Okay. Three of the people are gluten-free. So I can't use my traditional Swedish meatball recipe that I use from Lucia Watson and Beth Dooley's Seasons of the Heartland cookbook. What does that it include? Has breadcrumbs. Well, could you use gluten-free breadcrumbs? I'm a little afraid to because one is celiac. So, But I mean, I, a gluten-free breadcrumb, if you buy it, will be, a, I mean, it'll be... I just, is that okay? Because what if like I got her sick? So I was like, is it better to just use almond flour and just like avoid that whole thing altogether? I don't know. I don't know what flour directly would do to make it might make it mealy. That's what I think. Okay. But I would. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's gluten free breadcrumbs. Uh, and you would feel comfortable for someone that has celiacs using gluten free breadcrumbs. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's if they're, if they're celiac, they're only reacting to gluten. That's right. So if it's gluten free. I don't. Yeah. Okay. I I know that sounds weird. I don't know why I'm acting. I just don't want to get her sick. Yeah. No. I mean, but I mean, it looks and I would I would probably I mean, I would buy them. I wouldn't try to make them myself. I wouldn't buy like gluten free bread and do it myself. But a package thing to me would then have been tested. And done in a facility that is clear of that. The next question then is there's panko. Yeah. Gluten free. I would do panko. There's gluten free panko. Panko is rice anyway. Yeah. Oh, this solves my entire problem. I love panko. Those are the breadcrumbs I use. So yeah, those well, are glu- look, I mean, there's Kikoman has, they have gluten-free, uh, I don't know if like, if that one t- is certified gluten-free, you look for that one, because that one, you know, it's in a facility that was completely gluten Okay, great. That yeah. is really helpful. And that's it. Even My next target. issue, can I use cornstarch instead of flour in the gravy? Uh, yes, maybe. Because I think that's how you make gluten-free gravy. Yeah. Because I have to make a little separate pot of gravy for them. Pure cornstarch is gluten-free. Okay. So, yeah. So I got this figured out. But not every Boom. brand is considered safe. So you need to see the one that is GF certified. Okay. It has like a little GF in the corner that's certified. I think Bob's Red Mill is certified. Okay. I'm going to do a little research here yeah. and head over to the co-op and I'll be good. Good. Okay. All right. Let's Hope, did break. you have someone that had a question? They're calling for recommendations, but we do have to go to break, okay. but I can Let's gather take them those. on the other side. Awesome. Absolutely. We'll be right back.